She's April. And she's Molly. And we are the Book Besties. Murder fucking everywhere. Sex, drugs, and fingers up the butt. Katie puts fingers up the butts. I think I've reached the loopy stage. (laughs) As the kids say, it slapped. I immediately regret all my life's decisions. Oh my god, we're old. I don't know what that means. And so, respectfully, fuck you. Molly, you can't say clap. You have to actually clap. I thought I did clap, didn't I? I said clap, and then you went. (laughs) (laughs) Look, it's been a long week. I took extra days. I agreed to have seven teenagers at this house tomorrow. That sounds awful. Four high school freshmen. Three middle school seventh graders. Why did you do that? Because I'm an idiot. Yeah, clearly. First, we had scheduled Liv's sleepover for her birthday party post Matt's shutdown. Like, so I had extra help, right? But right. extended it a little bit. And so I was like, whatever, fuck it. I'll just do that. And then my room's like, can everybody come over here and get ready for the homecoming dance? Shh. And I go, yeah, sure, whatever. And then I go, after she's got it all organized, I go, wait, isn't that the Saturday of Liv sleepover? And she goes, yeah, you good? Like, So Liz's friends are staying the night and Piper's friends are going to get ready to the, for coming and then they won't be back. No, but their her friends are coming over at three. Liz's friends are coming over at four. That's still. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm assuming. And then the parents are coming to back to my house around like six ish to pick their kids up. And I'm not mm-hmm. driving. I'm not playing chauffeur. Since mm-hmm. I am the host of this chaos, mm-hmm. I will be the parent that stays. Well, today was day seven for me, so I'm barely awake. <laughs> I know. I fell, started to fall asleep while I was eating dinner mm. at at our table. Sam's while like, Mom. I was eating. <laughs> Sammy cakes is all, Mom. <laughs> while I was eating, can I have her food? <laughs> I was eating without them because they were getting pizza and it wasn't here yet. And I knew I needed to film and I don't like pizza anyway. So, yeah. Oh, man, I'm tired. So I drank some diet Pepsi to try um, to. You don't do caffeine. I know. I'm trying to wake myself up so we can film. But I have bigger concerns that I'll be burping through the episode. <laughs> Tom's got this. I have faith in you, Tom. Let's hope. So this week's book is... 13 by Steve Cavanaugh. And we both actually have physical copies now. We had. I bought this because I liked this book so bloody much. Okay. I took it out from the library and you want to know why? Why? Not because I didn't like the book. It's because I do not have a space on my shelf for thrillers or spooky books. Because you don't do those. Right. Because you you don't do those. So even though I really like The Perfect Marriage by Geneva Rose, it's one of the ones that's behind other books because I know You you don't get to – you're too scary for the other books. You have to go in the back. (laughs) Yeah. So how about a synopsis? Sure. 
Um, first and foremost, we had no idea this was part of a series. Yeah, we didn't. I didn't even know until um, I through the book and you texted me. So I was... Uh, so first we had no clue this was book was was part of the series. It's either the third or the fourth. It depends on where you check on the internet. Um, this was released. What's that? The internet is full of lies. Uh, this was released in 2018 and it's his fourth book in the Eddie or third in the Eddie Flynn series. Fourth audible says third. third. A Amazon says I'm guessing Amazon would say fourth because or third because that would be the same as what they would have for Audible. Right. By the way, hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. Not not sponsored. This says it's his third book. I don't fucking know. I don't either. So Joshua Kane is pretty special. Hold up. You forgot to mention that you don't have to read the other books. No. Oh, yeah. That's like the big thing in this, guys. Like yeah. this book. We didn't know it was part of a series. You can follow it without having read it. Super books. easily follow this without any problem. Yeah. It, it would have been nice to have more information about our air quote lead, like Flynn. But I think the only thing that we were missing was the context of his marriage, right? And honestly, or his personal life, and, and that I don't didn't think it filled out the story anymore. And it didn't honestly having it didn't make it or break this story. No, that wasn't the point of the story. It never was, right? I don't think any of these books are though about his family. They're about what his work, right? So well, I'm guessing that in one of the books. Uh, maybe something happened to his family because that's why his wife left. But right. Oh my God! Now I'm yawning. Um. So let's try this synopsis thing again. Solid. Yeah. Joshua Kane is special. That is what his mom has told him his whole life. Hmm. And so with his specialness, what kind? What he, he kind of does whatever he wants. Hmm. That's murder mostly. Murder. Murder. But Kane isn't your average murderer. No, he's Dollar Bill. Mm. And he's just about to get himself on a jury. Dollar Dollar Bills, y'all. Again. Ex-con man and lawyer Eddie Flynn is doing some sort of penance for his past life. Taking on criminals who he knows is innocent till after a case... Till after a case, he is stopped by Rudy Carp of those carps. That's right. Those carps. A well-known high-paid attorney to the stars. He is defending a movie star, Robert Solomon, who is being charged with the murder of his wife, who's also a star, and her bodyguard. The reason for bringing on Eddie is simple. They are certain that the cops are framing their client, and if things go bad, they can fire Eddie and move on in the trial and make it look like it wasn't their fault. Mm -hmm. Easy escape go. So, Eddie thinks... Till he gets back to his office and his best friend slash judge, he learns is also presiding over this court case. Mm -hmm. That is um, Judge Robert, or not Robert, uh, Judge, uh, I wrote it down, bloody hell. His name is Judge Harrison Harry Ford. Why name him Harry Ford? It just feels like this guy didn't try really hard on American names, you know? <clears throat> he didn't. Like, well, the author's British. He is? Yeah. 
Okay. The author's British. So, like, the American names, he really just, like, picked shit from a... I don't... No, words. Um, I don't think the problem was that he was British picking American names. I think that he was picking classically British names. Yeah. Um, where was I? So his best friend's a judge who ends up being the judge for this case. Ruby knew Flynn had a personal relationship with the judge and who, who he knew would be presiding over this case. A lot, right? Well, this is just the start of all of this. Mm-hmm. We have a serial killer on the jury. Murder fucking everywhere. So much murder. Lots of drama. Are you ready for some questions? I, at one point during that synopsis, forgot that you weren't just an audiobook in my headphones. And I forgot I was supposed to be actually, like, looking at you. And doing- <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweetheart. We're going to push through this real fast so you can go to bed. Oh, my gosh. I... I'm sorry to all the listeners. I hope I do this book. She's had she's had such a long week, guys. You gotta get great. (laughs) So tired. This is another book talk book, Mm -hmm. and I'm not gonna lie. As the kids say, it slapped. The kids say that it slapped. And another book. This is another book from Sydney Books on TikTok. We know how I feel about her. I've tagged her a shit ton of times. She doesn't acknowledge me. Sydney, come join us. I want you on next year's spooky season. Why do you she, I have. She well, didn't. I'm going to email her. She didn't state in her review that this was three the in a series. Okay. Do you think we finally got redemption from book talks like bookstagram? I mean, we've had other books that we've read from social media that we enjoyed. So right. I don't. I don't know. I mean, this season, we already have liked The Perfect Marriage. Right. I think our problem this season was just whatever that shitty book was that you read, you picked. Oh, that weird. What the fuck was that book? That was so fucking weird. Um, But I think this was a good one. Um, I thought the concept was interesting the serial killer is and on trial he's on the jury like that's a really interesting concept it's brilliant yeah it's brilliant and, and the thing is that <clears throat> i mean from when you see documentaries or movies or read books about serial killers typically the serial killer has you know a, an mo right mm-hmm. it's a type the way they do the things the interesting thing about Kane was, yes, he had an MO in dollar bill, right. sort of. Which the, I have he, explained it lower. Okay. I mean, he had something he did specific for dollar bill, but that motherfucker would just kill anybody. Like, he just, like, shot guys. Like, flip um, a coin. Ran, ran over a lady. Like, he, eh. And then reversed over her. Well, you gotta make sure she's dead, Molly. <laughs> cool story, bro. Still cool. murder. Still murder. Um, Steve Kavanaugh isn't our normal speed. Surprise. Well, he's mine, but he's not pod. Yeah, he's not pod. Um, what did you think of his style and vi- voice? Would you read him again? You would have to put him on pod for me to read him again. And it's not because I didn't enjoy this book or enjoy the writing or the narrator. The narrator killed it. 
I, yeah, I he was spectacular. He slayed. Yes. It wasn't that. It's just this isn't what I normally read. No. And, no, this and is the not interesting your thing is the interesting thing is I actually really love like courtroom drama shows. I, I do too. Love, I love lawyer shows. I, 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 I watch a lot of that stuff. I've also, uh, but um, <laughs> beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I've watched you know a lot of like documentaries mm-hmm. of famous true crimes are jam. Um. I, I, I like that stuff, but I don't like reading that stuff. So I, I'm never going to be somebody that's going to enjoy reading. I almost said Flynn Rider, but I know. <laughs> Not Disney. Not Disney. <laughs> what the fuck? We really got to stop filming on Fridays of my seven day stretch. Um. I'm never going to be somebody that gravitates towards courtroom drama books. Yeah. Because that makes sense. It's just not my thing. No, they, and you read for if comfort. They have a happy ending. The happy ending is okay, well, this one person survived. Right. And if I want to read a book like that, I'll just read a Shakespearean tragedy that everybody dies <sighs> except like one person. And it's like but then you person- have to read Old English and that can really make your brain hurt. I love Shakespeare. <laughs> I was an English teacher. I mean, I'm an English major and I'm on While the While I do not like classic American literature, I do like classic British literature. That explains a lot, but neither here nor there. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That you think it explains a lot, but I'm going to take offense. And so respectfully, fuck you. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. That works. <laughs> I don't know where we are. That's good. <laughs> Super good. I'm so glad. We're um, in respective homes. You live in Maryland and I live in Virginia. Oh, okay. We started this book with a quote. <laughs> I figured it out. We started a book. I'm so proud of us. We're doing so great. We started this book from a quote from Usual Suspects, the movie. It is, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Which isn't really a quote from that movie, but it is said. It's a quote from a quote. But he really sets us up. He's like, hey, Mm -hmm. evil lives in these pages. Mm -hmm. Be fucking ready. Mm -hmm. Like, we drive right into it, right? The prologue is mm-hmm. Kane pretending to be a homeless man outside a courthouse. Mm-hmm. And we, there's a hot dog cart with a lawyer's like flyer, yeah, flyer on it. On it yeah. And that turns out to be Flynn's flyer. And yeah. Um, we see he has a methodical plan, but we as readers really don't know why till later. Right. What did you think of Kane and what he was up to at this moment? I mean, it was a great setup. Um, we don't know why he wants to know who's being on the jury. I mean, my thought was that he was probably helping the serial killer or that he was trying to protect himself by finding out, you know, I don't know. I thought it was a petty crime at first. Like, I was like, why are we watching this guy just rob a mailman? I didn't think he was going to be the guy that was the serial killer. No, I thought he was like a spy or something, you know? Like, that's how it felt. I just thought he was like a partner to the serial killer or whatever. But like, okay, side note, what kind of serial killer has a, has a partner? I know this was so weird. Like so weird. 
What they needed it was a more of a symbiotic relationship though. Those two needed each other to survive, right? Yeah, because one's Kane, a rapist and one's a murderer. Kane wouldn't have gotten away with as much as he did without the cop. And the cop wouldn't have gotten free back in the day if it wasn't for Kane. They really needed each other then. And now they have too much on each other that they have to keep working together or it'll fucking just fall apart, you know? Oh, by the way, guys, I mean, spoilers. I mean, if I were the the bodyguard guy, I would be more afraid of Kane. Like, I'd be like, this motherfucker is going to murder me if I don't do what he says. Right. Um, where were we? Question three. Three. Okay. Um, question two. Yeah. Uh, did you think killing the, since we were talking about the mailman, did you think him killing the mailman was necessary? Did he kill the mailman? I thought he so, flipped the coin and decided not to. And then later he said, fate's a bitch. And he, I flipped the coin again. And then he walks up to him eating the Reuben and he just. Oh, yeah. 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 It's like he doesn't have impulse control. Well, he you know? doesn't. And part of the reason why he doesn't have any control is because he doesn't feel pain. No. And so he doesn't under really because he can't feel pain, he inflicts it so that right. he can physically see it. So he actually hurts himself too, right? He causes pain to himself. Mm -hmm. Um we get he broke the, his nose at one point. Yeah, but he cuts himself. Yeah. We get the actual like um it's not a tattoo on his chest. It's a, it's like he used a knife to To carve the, the bird symbol into himself. Yeah. yeah. It but, reminded me of uh uh the books that got turned into movies with Tom Hanks that were really slow and boring. There were like murder mysteries. Oh, and, uh, and uh, the guy was like lashing his own back. And I know what it is. You got Da Vinci's Code. It reminded me of that. <laughs> you kept talking, and I I knew code, and I was trying to get the other word. Sorry. Um, I I he doesn't understand. He doesn't feel pain, so he inflicts pain so that he can physically see it. Mm -hmm. Um, so it doesn't. I mean, he has no empathy whatsoever. No. He has no. He has no. I mean, he's a sociopath. He is. Least. He is. He's it, probably a psychopath, not a sociopath. He's definitely got a mental illness that he definitely should have been diagnosed with a long time ago. Hell yeah! But instead of being diagnosed with anything like that, he was. Mommy told him he was. Special. Well, he was diagnosed with having the neurological disorder that causes him not to feel pain. Right. And it wasn't until he was murdering his own mother that he she was like, oh, maybe I should have like took care of this different here. Yeah. Mm. I immediately regret all my life's decisions. And how yeah, I when my t I watched my son murder somebody for me, and I was surprised he murdered me. That's the thing that got me. Like well, when she, when he murdered the guy who is his father for yeah. abusing his mom, and she goes to like bury him. She realizes he's killed all these animals, and she's like, "Yeah, I kind of figured it was you." And then he doesn't kill his mother in like a peaceful way. She's dying anyway, and he could just smother her. He admits that he could have just like put a pillow on her face, and she would have died. She was dying anyway. But she wasn't dying fast enough. And so logically, the thing to do is to grab an axe and stick it in her head. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that so, definitely makes sense. Right. So ready for me to pull Grace into this? Always. I we get a Grace shot out. 
with this episode because Kane cannot feel any pain. Mm-hmm. He has congenital insensitivity to pain and your hostess. Punch me in the stomach. Punch me in the stomach. Come on. I can't feel it. Punch me in the stomach. We Or we assume. Abigail Breslin played played that. What did you think of this choice for him as a serial killer? Like, this is a new premise for this. I actually thought it was a really good idea. It was. The idea that he didn't feel pain, so he inflicts pain on others. Mm -hmm. The idea that, um, that instead of that instead of trying to learn to be empathetic to pain all right this is going to be a really weird example but do you know what aba therapy is kind of yeah okay so it's for kids who are on spectrum Mm -hmm. i guess they probably do it with adults too i'm not a fan of aba my son does not do aba aba essentially says what your brain tells you Mm-hmm. And how your brain behaves naturally is not okay. You have to behave this way because this way is normal. That's how. That's the therapy I got as a kid. That's not helpful. No, um, it's absolutely not. And it was actually developed by the same people who developed. I could be wrong on this, but I, I'm pretty sure I was told this. It was developed by the same people who created, um, uh, like, pray away the gay kind of mm. thing. Um, so anyway, so to me, what is better when working Mm -hmm. with people with autistic people is to teach other people how to understand their neurodivergence and to love them as they are. And what Kane has done here, I know this is like a really weird. No, I get it. I got you. But like what Kane has done here is instead of going I don't feel pain. Let me be empathetic and understand this out. pain. He has decided to inflict pain that because he can't feel it anyway. Like the one guy that he murders, like the guy who possibly could have sat on the jury, the guy yeah. who murders. Outside pretend, of- he, he pretends to be. No, no, not that guy. He abducts essentially oh, a right. dad. Yes. Dad and yes. just takes him. That guy fights back and actually stabs Kane in the, in right. the, the thigh or the, the leg. Yeah. The leg somewhere. And when Kane's just like, eh, the guy's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, bruh? And that's why Kane's taking antibiotics the whole time. Somehow right. he has like a surplus of antibiotics because he There's can't. probably a doctor that's a freaking Nightingale doctor that's just helping him. Who knows? He can't feel pain. So he has to keep antibiotics because he won't know if he gets sepsis yeah and dies it's so fucking wild he's so wild we should have asked katie like the statistics of how rare this is because i'm certain it's hella rare she may not even know because i mean she treats cancer patients she treats cancer this is not i don't know she didn't answer my medical question today but Mine possibly can't. Listen, our group chat has become sex, drugs, and fingers up the butt. And I don't know what to do with that. And rock and roll. Don't forget the rock and roll. We are very rock and roll. We have not talked about rock and roll. We have talked about sex. We have talked about drugs. And we talked about fingers up the butt. I mean, I'm always stony pants. We're always talking about drugs. <laughs> Medical purposes for oh, our listeners fine. who are not in our group fine. chat. <laughs> Fingers up the butt for med- Medical purposes. purposes. I have been having issues 
We'll say that. Anyway. Um, Maybe puts her fingers up a lot of people's butts. I mean, it's her job. <laughs> we really are just fucking everything up right now. I don't it's know how fun. she'll feel about me saying that about her. <laughs> I guess we'll find out on Tuesday. <laughs> Tom's going to clip it. Katie puts fingers up the butts. Katie's going to be like, great. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so tired. <laughs> Pushing through. Since we are on Kane, let's talk about him as a whole, like as a person, okay? Like, he is deemed Dollar Bill, the Dollar Bill killer by the FBI for his unique way of marking his victims. Mm-hmm. Each has a dollar folded and marked, indicating what state that they represent for him. Yeah. He kills 13 people for the 13 colonies. Well, right? That's the goal. I don't right. think he actually got all 13 of them. I think he was still short. I think he was on 12 or 10. I think that Bobby's wife and bodyguard were possibly 12 by the time everything unfolded. Yes, because and he the had them. He had them. Flynn. Right, because he had them marked, he had the bodies as a one and a two shaped in the bed. Mm-hmm. That's right. He posed their bodies to be the number 12. And so um, Flynn was actually, his intention was Flynn yeah, to, to for, be the 13th. Yeah, because Flynn got his American dream. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly where I was going next. Each have gained their air quote American dream. Mm-hmm. Now, his victims are not the people he killed. His victims are the people he puts in jail. Right. So what well, he does is say they both are. <laughs> yeah, but I mean his intended victim. He the person people, but don't put the innocent in jail. It's fine. Right. He he <laughs> I'm trying to explain it. <laughs> You're explaining it very poorly. <laughs> you go ahead then. The victims are both the people he murders and the people he has convicted. His his intent is the person that's on trial though. Like, his focus is that person. He wants to hurt that person. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is, like, off-cast to him. There's right? no connection between any of the brick victims that he's murdered, other than that they're in these states. Yeah. Um, the 13 original colonies. Yeah. However, all of the people he has convicted have a tr- a recently achieved something that is right. American. And so what he does is he murders these people. Mm-hmm. He takes a dollar bill that he has gained from those the, mm-hmm. the intended victim, the the person he gets on trial. He gets them to go on trial for this murder. Then he gets himself on the jury. Mm-hmm. This no, hold up. Um, in the book, if you get a physical copy, I will say the audiobook is really good, and I highly recommend the audiobook's great. Physical copy, you will see illustrations like this one that actually show you what dollar bills. Uh, marking of the dollar were but molly this is on 157 of the paperback the mass 108 in the hard no 102 in the hardback but molly you are incorrect this is the first time he's actually made it on the jury he's tried every oh time, okay but sorry this is the, the first time that he's, he's made ever it on made the it jury. but he's now, always tried. he actually didn't make it on the jury he was supposed to be jury num- juror number 13, 13. and then he ran over the bitch and over the librarian because of course it was a librarian librarian right and then backed up Ooh, you know gotta make sure she good and did right so where am i on this question molly i can't do both our jobs <laughs> Um, the American dream, but the victim isn't the person murdered. It's the person set up. 
Then he gets his way on the trial, blah, blah, blah. What did you think of him being as a serial killer? This is unique, correct? Oh, yeah. Okay, it is oddly specific. It is very specific. I mean, I get it. He's super You have something to talk about, Steve? What? Oh, uh, Steve, the the writer, you you got something you don't tell us? The fact that he's British and he's using Thirteen American Colonies is really Thirteen American Colonies. Shout it. What is it? Shout it, shout it, tell all about 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 it. it. Oh my God, we're old. Yeah, that's true. Um, So I do think it's a really interesting concept, but it is oddly specific. Do serial killers think about like, I'm going to like kill down up and down the East Coast because of the 13 original colonies? Like that seems a little specific, really specific. And someone's a little upset about the revolution still, Steve. It's it's weird. Yeah. Listen, listen. you want to talk about it, buddy? You'll be back (laughs) soon. You'll see. I have dreams of playing that role one day. I have no idea why. I think I would make an excellent King George. Do you know that in King George's diary on July 4th, 1776, his journal entry said, Nothing of great importance happened today. <laughs> and when I lived in England, my British roommates liked to tell me that. And I was like, yeah. you do know that it's not like they could like text him. Like it's not yeah. like, hey, what up, George? America declared independence today. Good luck, bitch. <laughs> That's not how this works. It's not how any of this works. That's not how this works. Also, when I was living in England, texting wasn't a thing yet, so yeah but anyway so i do think it's pretty original but the whole specific nope that's not i'm not gonna try that word the whole specificity yes i got a word yay the specifics of the 13 colonies and the coloring on the dollar i feel like that is even more far-fetched than like him setting people up like it could have been anywhere in the country it didn't have to be down up and down the east coast but he definitely could have used the dollar in any way shape or form to mark states you exactly. know exactly it, it, it's really both smart of our states are referenced in this um and the state you're from but not the state that i'm from because i'm from ohio and mm-hmm. it wasn't an original colony no no it was not but it actually wasn't far like when we started it was one of the first states yeah over mm-hmm. west that's the direction west when we started venturing that way yes we, I, I, I am from the middle of the west <laughs> i mean i've watched enough true crime that feel like steve really took his time you know kevin really took his time thinking this out I love that you're on a first name basis with her author <laughs> Oh, excuse me. I called Deb Deb. Excuse okay, me. But I know her personally. You've met her. Yeah, I do know her personally. Like, I'm friends with her. Yeah. I think he really took his time unfolding this. And the dual narrator was really good. And here's the thing about the dual narrator in this book. I don't even know if you have a question about it. I, I do. But we'll get to it. I didn't read the questions. I failed today. But um, the interesting thing about the dual narration in this book is Flynn's our first person. Mm-hmm. And... um. Canes are third person, so you actually do not get his inner monologue. Which, so it's not like you know I'm gonna kill this guy. With Kane, why I thought that was interesting mm-hmm. was the fact that 
Kane's unstable, right? Clearly. Clearly. He is clearly unstable. (laughs) But I feel like it is Kane's point of view without being Kane's point of view, if that makes sense. We are getting his thought. We are getting Kane's process. Mm-hmm. But I think if he would have made it too, if he would have put it in first person, it would have been too intense. It would have been. But, you know, we've talked about uh, dual narration before in writing from two different points of view. Kavanaugh nailed it. He, I mean, writing, going from switching back and forth. He nailed from it. From first to third is really fucking hard. There's only really one scene that they're both actively in because i do realize that kane is in the courtroom the whole time yeah the final like battle scene Mm -hmm. um that's told from flynn's point of view which makes so much sense because it's his reaction to actually seeing the monster that kane is like (laughs) i texted you this (laughs) i was like have you you seen monty python in search of holy grail right Mm mm-hmm and you got like the black knight and he's like, come back here. I'll bite your kneecaps off. Cause he's like, yeah. it's just a flesh wound. And he's yeah. like, the whole arm. He's like, and his legs are gone. Like, and yeah. You bleed on me. He's like, yeah. Like that's what was happening at the end of the book. Like Kane is literally Kane is just falling across the floor. Cause he feels none of it. And like, he's like, just withering. homie just got shot up. Yeah. And like, he he's just like, trying. just like slithering. He's like, ooh, I'm gonna get you. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking crazy. I think I've reached the loopy stage. (laughs) Okay, let's finish off then. Did you get that this is a series about Eddie Flynn and about his life slash career? Because it didn't feel like that, feel like he was a main character to me, even though he narrated and slash was the main character for half this book. It it felt detached for me in a way. I didn't know it was a... A part of a series until you told me but it reminds me it's not as graphic somehow not as graphic even though it's about a serial killer as uh the world trend it's not um triptych when we read that did we read that last year in october yeah yeah so when we did that that book really like it was vile like i really struggled with that one it's very violent but this is will trent is this karen slaughter light yeah yeah Diet Karen Slaughter. Diet um, Karen it, Slaughter. <laughs> Will Trent is the main character, and it's the Will Trent series. Yeah, but he's not the main, the central character, mm-hmm. really. It's right. a, it's like it connects. It's almost like Law and Order. Yeah, these cops are the main characters, but the story yeah. is about whatever that episode's about. Yeah, it's like that. Exactly. I didn't mind him as a main character. I feel like if we would have read the other books, it would have filled out the world a little bit more. And we might have cared more life. about him. But I don't think it was necessary by any no. means. No. Um, I mean, I didn't really care that his wife left him. It felt very stereotypical. Which it just felt even, flat. Even right? if There's... I would have, even if I would have read the other books, I still feel like that wouldn't have like settled with me because. When are you going to be invested in someone's personal relationship when they're a lawyer for murderers? Yeah. Flynn's story, a con man turned lawyer who helps those who are innocent but may be a little sketchy. Mm -hmm. This makes his life difficult. Mm -hmm. He is estranged from his wife and kids. He Mm -hmm. lives in his office and he's always Mm -hmm. saying, this will be my last case. And he's known to have an alcohol problem. 
And of does course this, he is because he's like every does, stereotypical person. I know. Law does this industry. feel expected for a crime novel? Yeah. What Do you like him as our male hero? You know what I mean? Do you like him as our like... I don't have an issue with him. I kind of like the bleeding heart aspect of it that like he only defends people who are innocent. Whereas the other attorney, um, his name is... Rudy Cart. Thank you. He clearly did not give a fuck. If no, it's about money for her. Rudy. Huh? It's for mo- it's about money for Rudy. Oh yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. He wants no. to win cases. He wants to be in the public eye. He didn't give a fuck if you did it or not. Mm-mm. And Flynn won't take the case. We actually get the case of uh, probably a prostitute, I think, um, who was at arrested- the beginning. Yeah, who was arrested. She was, she was arrested for selling drugs. Yeah, but she was a prostitute. Right, uh, oh, um, ex-prostitute. She was arrested for selling drugs, and the reason that they searched her was because she had a straw. In a McDonald's bag. <laughs> and that was paraphernalia. And Flynn, he represented her because he knew that she was honest. Right, she, she was like, I didn't have drugs that time. She's like, I would tell you if I had drugs. I didn't have drugs. She so had she- drugs. She didn't have a straw sticking out of her bag. They didn't have probable cause. Yeah. And it's pretty interesting because there's another layer of this, and I don't even know if you have a question about this, but there's dirty New York City cops. Yeah, yeah. There's That's a actually- lot of stereotypical crime novel stuff. There is. But, but it's somehow not- the story is good. But it's not because he didn't make a cliche. I agree. He didn't make a cliche. I agree. This book is part murder thriller and part crime thriller. Mm-hmm. This case is wild just on its own. Oh, yeah. Did you see these? Do you think these storylines needed each other to exist? Or could have these coex- could they have existed in primary books on their own? I don't think I understand the question. So there's two stories here, right? There's the murderer. Mm-hmm. The the The... Serial killer story. But they're but, all one story. Right. But we're getting it from two point of views. So oh, what I, if I this... I what definitely if it was, felt like it was one cohesive story. If we divided this story and we uh-huh. got a book just by Dollar Bill and a book just by... Fuck is his name? Flynn. Flynn. Would it feel empty? Would they be missing? The book by just Flynn would be boring. And the book by Kane would be too scary for me to read. Yeah. They, they need each other. I agree. They need each other to coexist. I don't yeah. think this story works without one or the other. Mm-hmm. So I would be interested to read more of the Flynn series to see how he balances that. Yeah. I mean, I did figure out from Jump, the spoiler, that the reason that that one murderer who was put to death, um, that he... Uh, that his DNA was on that dollar bill because he yeah. was actually, it was a swap of DNA. Yeah. And then that, I thought it was Kane's. I didn't really expect that he was working that closely with another partner. Yeah. That was a good surprise. It wasn't just that it was a dirty cop. It was like literally his partner who was jumping up and down the right. East Coast helping him. Right. That was crazy. Wild. So I want to. Okay. Sorry. Oh, and they never address this, but the the bodyguard guy who ends up being his partner, uh-huh. he's like 
dating and staying over the house of the FBI agent. Yeah. I mean, that's fucking wild. That. Huh? That's, that's fucking wild. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Um, throughout this book, we get breakdowns of the jury slowly. Did you mm-hmm. like this aspect of the book? I thought that was- world of the world and it kind of fills the people out, right? Yeah, I thought that was a really interesting way to like tell us about um there was another character whose sole purpose was he was a, a jury profiler. Yeah, I'm about to talk um, about characters next. And uh I thought this was a really interesting way to break down case file paperwork. Right. Because the point is that Flynn does not know who Dollar Bill or Kane, same person, is. Mm-hmm. But they've come as the story is going on. It's it's come to they've come to the conclusion that Kane is on the jury, but they don't know which juryman he is. And so when we're getting these glimpses of the jury, we do kind of get led towards another juryman, mm-hmm. um, which is really interesting. It is. So I want to talk about a few of the mis- miscellaneous characters in this. Okay, we have Rudy Carp. Who is the he lawyer? A knife to the eyeball. Yeah, he definitely deserved to die. Um, Robert, <laughs> so, I don't just know. because he's a slime ball attorney, he didn't deserve to die that way. I don't know. It was- he died on his knees, naked, except okay, under maybe. Pants, with a knife in his eyeball. Maybe he didn't deserve to die that way. You'd think that that's that's a little extreme. Bobby Sullivan. Our movie star, mm-hmm. who um, his name is Robert Sullivan, Bobby Sullivan. He comes right. out. He actually he, has a seizure disorder, he's, and yeah, they're he's trying to make him an action star, so he has not disclosed that to anyone. He's he hit. He wasn't just hiding that. He also was hiding the fact that he was in the closet. So yeah, okay. Bobby has. By the way, I felt like that was a little. Mm, yeah, I I don't think that is something that I mean maybe Bobby was hiding an affair, but for it to be that he was gay and he didn't want the public to know, I mean there are a lot of queer actors and most of the actors in Hollywood now who are queer are out. Right. I was thinking it was more he was going to like a drug connection and he was back into the drugs heavy again mm-hmm. or. Something like that, you know? I wasn't expecting it to be queer. It just felt like a I assumed he fucked somebody else. I didn't know the person he fucked was another man. But, yeah. Uh, Judge Harry Ford, who's also Flynn's best friend, who also- I love Harry, and I love the way the narrator played him. him. And he runs his court so perfectly. Yes, he does. He's like, I'm not dealing with this shit. We're doing Mm -hmm. this now. We're getting done and over with. Mm-hmm. We have Art Pryor, the jury consultant. Art gets murdered too. Art gets murdered too. Mm-hmm. I mean, a dollar bill really wanted to take everybody out he could in the end. He just uh, really- well, he he was he killed Art in New Hampshire, Rhode Island, Rhode Island. That was his thirteenth kill. Yeah, and he was hoping to get Flynn convicted. Yeah. For arts, right. Right. Because he was the last person to see art. No, um, it wasn't that. It was because the dollar bill that he shoved down his throat had Flynn's wounds. thumbprint on it or fingerprint because the bodyguard guy right. stole the dollar. Right. We have dirty cops everywhere. So many dirty cops. Like, and- okay, if you have not read this book and, and you want a spoiler... 
because you don't want to read it, or maybe you just don't care about spoilers. Let me just tell you, not only are these cops dirty, they plan to murder Flynn and blame it on another cop who is from Rhode Island and then murder that guy so that it looks like they had to murder Flynn because he murdered the Rhode Island cop. Yep. Yep. And yeah, it was brilliant though. Like it wasn't they just beat him up, and then one of them is on the witness stand. For the honestly, honestly, it was brilliant. Defense. It was brilliant because normally a dirty cop's in drugs or or, mm-hmm. or mafia or sex or prostitutes. This is just they're fucking dirty to be dirty. Well, I mean, one of them was dirty because he was trying to bang the prostitute, and then he basically got the other guys to go beat up. Flynn without yeah. any care the day before the j- trial but all of those guys were dumbasses because they didn't dump the burner phones fast enough no they didn't and then we have all the jurors all and, the jurors. and the jurors are put in this pl- ho- this uh, hotel that yep. they're sequestered um, they're sequestered and like Kane orchestrates it all speaking of Kane orchestrates everything mm-hmm. with the help of an old friend very dirty cop who helped him out of troubles in back in the day. He wasn't a cop. We're led to believe he's a cop, but he was campus security at a college. Right. And he's just basically maintained some sort of credential that allows him to be a bodyguard or some sort of security guard mm-hmm. up and down the coast, wherever they go. But he's he's currently Bobby's bodyguard. <laughs> like, fucking wild. Um, well, it makes sense why he didn't have a problem staying with them when Carp was like, mm, we're not being paid anymore. So, no. Later days. Um, did you like this twist? I mean, it was, unpre- I couldn't have predicted it. I was it. not predicting that. We knew he was working with somebody. I did not until, until Kane showed up at Bobby's safe house. Oh, and- yeah. And he was trying to get Bobby out of the safe room. And no, no. And he was downstairs just watching baseball and he was like, he's upstairs. At that point, I was like, that motherfucker is the guy yep. that's helping him. Yep. Yep. He's but we know that F- Flynn figured it out earlier because he knew somebody was working with the guy mm-hmm. and he figured that out and he doesn't actually say that he, that he told the FBI agent whose name escapes me, but um, he has her in his phone as Blow Me. Um, but uh we all have that one friend <laughs> well ends up being benefit of his because he tells the cops blow me and they call it calls her phone yeah. um but anyway she clearly orchestrated uh mm-hmm. the, a strike the, yeah and that leads us to the ending of the book good mm-hmm. guys win bad guys go to jail yada 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 or he kane dies like dies a bloody predictable good what did you think I mean, I don't read enough of these to say that it's not a predictable ending. I've never personally read a th- thriller that e- that ended with loose strings. Mm. There were no loose strings other than the fact that they never really addressed that the bodyguard was sleeping with the FBI agent and now he's actually been helping murder and like, what does that mean? That's like yeah. the only loose end. And I don't know that that was really truly a loose end. It was just sort of like... That was how he stayed in the inner circle. Right. Um, so I don't know. Um, I What about you? Do you read enough of these that you've seen? Ones that like don't truly tie the knots? I, 
I have a bell here. It, it's only, and it's a minor bell because the predictability of it. I mean, of course, Kane was going to die in a bloody mess. That was obviously how this was going to end as soon as we learned he had this pain disorder. As mm-hmm. soon as we learned Kane liked self-inflicting pain and Kane was all these things, I knew Kane was never going to survive this book. Mm-hmm. And it was just a matter of figuring out when. Did I, mean, I wasn't certain he would die, but I knew that they were going to catch him. Oh, yeah. I knew for sure he was... I, I don't know if Flynn himself is smarter than Kane, but Flynn knew how to find people that made him smarter than Kane. Does that make sense? Yeah, I I don't know. I, to me, that whole coin flip, this is me going to be deep into symbolism. Okay. So gather around, friends. That whole coin flip thing, to me, was symbolism for Kane and Flynn. They right. are two sides of the same coin. Right. They're, oh, th- this book is full of fucking symbolism. There, mm-hmm. there, there, there's the evil within, the the monster under your bed metaphor. You know, I mean, it's just, all of the symbols of our nation that yeah. get brought into this. Yeah. I, I, I do have one more bell that I'm going to let ring. Where's Cain getting all this fucking money? How is Cain affording any of this? I don't know. Like, he's paying for prescriptions. He's getting weapons. He's pretending to be other people. Well, he's stealing he's, people's identities. Like, physically altering himself to steal identities. Right, right. I, I mean, he's literally stealing their money, too. <laughs> it's just, I, I, I needed clarity. Um, April Goodreads, final thoughts. I gave it a four out of five. Um, it was a good... It deserves it. It was, it was a good book. Um, it's a good book. It's not... This is in my genre. I'm going to say that all month. Like, I can't not say that because it's just not my thing. But so far, um, this is the, is this only the second book for this month? Yep. We did Heart and Mercy, this one. And the next week's Chessie. I was going to say this is the best book of the month so far. But um, actually, (laughs) this is only book two. So (laughs) I I haven't finished I've next already finished book. the next book, so that's why. Well, we can't... I, I mean, you can't give your review now because... Spoilers! Maybe I'm not. busy! Rude! And Chezzy um, is coming on next week, which is really exciting. You hear that? No, I did not. Do you want to talk about next week? I would love to talk about next week. So, in addition to us having Chezzy on again... Is this her fourth time? Let's see. One, Third two, or fourth? Fourth time. Um, she's once again coming on and talking about a book that is not hers. And do you don't know who Chessy is? That's Francesca Zappia. If you don't um, know where Jesse is, get out. Get the fuck out. She's top shelf. Top shelf author. Top shelf. Um, this Bestie book for the is, This is the book we're covering next week, What Lies in the Woods, and it is by Kate Alice Marshall. And um It is giving I, me the heebie jeebies. Oh, same. Um we let Chezzy basically pick which of the books that we had already decided on that she wanted to pick because she didn't want to pick the title this time. Um, she did pick Station Eleven when she came she on last did. year. Um, I guess that was season. What season are we in now? Five. Five. So that was four. Three. Yeah, three. It was in right. November. Um, so anyway, so What Lies in the Woods by Kate Alice Marshall. This is Kate Alice Marshall's first adult thriller or horror. She really? typically writes YA thrillers and horrors and i think that 
picked uh wanted to come on this one because she probably recognized her as a ya author as well we are actually reading a ya horror book at the end of the month i don't know why i picked all the motherfucking freaky books wilder girls is straight horror but it's ya so maybe it won't scare me too much i still don't even know what a flicker in the dark is about the book that we're covering in two weeks I downloaded it on Hoopla. I'm going to listen to the audiobook. <laughs> I have no idea. You picked it and I'm like, okay, I'll read it. Whatever. Honestly, I don't remember. I swear, Molly, this is what's happened at this point. You pick books and I pick books and there's no point in reading a review or reading a description. Nope. It's, it's fine to go in blind because we have to read them read anyway. <laughs> and honestly, our TBR list is just a name and a and the author and we don't have anything else and mm-hmm. we'll and what i do is i google it and i go oh i really remember liking that cover and i put it on the list and i mm-hmm. compare it to what you have there already mm-hmm. and that's how we fill the season and i trade kind secrets already, guys i've kind of yeah let's trade secrets i've kind of already started filling out next season but i, saw. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna work so oh, no no, I think I need to rearrange things because we have a guest who's probably coming on in May that I did not account for. So I need to do that. Let's find out. We can't we'll tell find you out. more about that now. But this month, Francesca Sapia next week, November, we have Addison Armstrong, who we loved. We met her in uh, April at the um, Annapolis Book Festival, which will be back again next year. Um and December, Nurse Katie's back. So, I mean, this is a good season. It's a great season. Guess who I get to see next week? Before I forget. Nikki Payne? Nikki Payne? And she's coming on in February. And Ashley Blaring, hey, it, and Ashley Blaring, um, uh, Harrington. Oh, They're going to be together in D.C. Del- the Delilah Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's releasing a new book. I, I know that. I'm glad. I'm glad you get to meet her. That's exciting. I'm taking Piper. I don't know if that's a smart idea, but she wants to go. It's a smart idea. Tell Nikki I said hi. I will. I'll be like, Nikki! Mm. <laughs> How about this? How about this? <laughs> All right, besties. We're getting out of here. We're yeah. tired. It's been a long week. And I don't know. We, we love you guys. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Molly. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Book Besties. Don't forget to like and subscribe. The views discussed here are those of April and Molly and not those of anyone else. Today's book was 13 by Stephen Cavanaugh. Your book besties are Molly Biggs and April Watkins. Editing by Thomas Watkins. Music is Sleep Sweetly by Prigida. Don't forget to follow the Book Besties on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. If you'd like to contact the Book Besties, please email us at bookbestiespod at gmail.com or visit our website, bookbestiespodcast.com. Until next time... Besties, get lost in your favorite book.